away the cage. TJ Watt says he's not coming to Pittsburgh, Mo. We should talk about that today. Man, you know what? If I was shooting a documentary, I'd lie too just to get some spin sub. Oh, we're live. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Alexander is on his way to Pittsburgh. We got no shortage of stuff to talk about. But the first thing that we're going to touch on today is this. Not three expert chefs, uh-uh. but three zero zero. Yeah. For the number yeah. of shows that we've done. This is this one. This is big time, DK. This is big time. How about we start at, at like 40 seconds in? You cool with that if I ring the bell, DK? Yeah, I think we can pull that off. Let's go ahead and ring the bell. Look up, look up there in the corner. You see that thing over his head? Oh, you see that? Yeah, episode 300 with the somewhat distorted hypocycloids, courtesy of my wife. That's that's some pretty yeah. cool stuff, right? That's awesome, DK, man. I just put it in the uh, in our chat. Also, the live chat that you can be a part of if you listen to us on the podcast. We start every day, Monday through Friday, DK, unless there's a travel discrepancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, at three central, four eastern, and we have got ourselves at 300 episodes. DK, yeah, wow. we do. We're also approaching 300 members, uh, and we're grateful for all of those. In fact, I think we might have actually did we hit 300 members on Friday? I, I'm not sure, DK. I know we were moving up, man, and that's appreciation of all y'all because this show gets out uh, because of word of mouth, and I hope we're good enough um to to have your attention for so long but man i'm appreciative just i just i can't say that enough man 300 that's more than i started in my career in the nfl <laughs> how, what was your number of starts uh i think i was uh 169 games with 145 starts we've doubled that almost we have doubled that <laughs> wow yeah well yeah. there's 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 a lot of stuff going on today for us to talk about in a 300 uh, episode and and Daniel points it out right away here. Daniel's a member. Thanks for being a member, Daniel. He says, Quan Alexander. Yeah. Uh, what's man. your first thought for anybody who doesn't know? He actually is paying the Steelers an official visit. He tweeted yeah. out the obligatory googly eyes emoji. Um, and you know, if you look at his resume, uh-huh. he's got the resume. But he does. The is, does. Is he? You know, does he still have it left? At how old is he? Twenty nine years old. Uh, he guys? is. Give me one second, DK. He is twenty eight. He'll be twenty nine August third. Wowzers! Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So still, I mean, does he have it? Ooh, uh, Can he play? Wow. I think he could. This in today's game, DK. It's a matter of what, man. Are you still making plays? Are you above the line or below the line? Who says that? Coach Tomlin does. And uh, a guy like him who's tweeting out googly eyes and excited about coming to Pittsburgh says you have a willing participant. What does that look like in Pittsburgh? It comes down to his ability to want to be around. This is my thing with this team. Seem like you're getting a, a mix of veteran guys that are willing to have a second, a third career, to play their role on the team. And the bonus point of this too, DK, mm-hmm. we talked about brand, I feel like, two, two, two shows ago. Remember that? We yeah. spoke about brand. We were speaking mm-hmm. about the schedule release and where the Steelers play in prime time and stuff like that. What you're finding yourself in the middle of is this to me, a good brand of football, meaning Steeler football. People around the league, even to my, uh, to, 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 to me being surprised by this, DK, enjoy what Pittsburgh is. And the other portion of this, 
a lot of these guys, specifically defense, and I say that because they know they have direct interaction with them. They want to play for you guys as head coach, Mike Tomlin. They do. You, you call it cheerleading. You call it whatever you want to. But word gets around the league who take care of their guys. What is it like to be inside a locker room? One of those teams that I thought about, not that I wanted to go there, but if I had to absolutely go to a place and be okay with it, probably would have been Seattle. Say what you want to about their head coach, but it seems like Pete Carroll gets it. He knows how to be a pro. They have a method of operating and how to go about it. I think Pittsburgh is more prestigious than Seattle goes. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> but in order of doing business, though, DK, somebody like Quan Alexander saying he wants to be in Pittsburgh, you understand why. And I would also, man, and getting a mix of youth and old and experience on this team can only make us better if he is to sign and all health is fine and above board. You know, I've had a couple of complaints lately after the draft, which nobody wants to hear right now, by the way. I've noticed that that mood very much in the nation. Like, the draft made us happy. Stop bringing up things that aren't complete yet. Well, listen, the goal here, last I checked, was to win it all. Yeah. Okay? And if you're looking at a football team that's kind of at inside linebacker and, you know, where there's a lot of uncertainty – in the secondary, and by that I don't mean the volume of talent. I mean right. where people are going to go, what the mm-hmm. fits are. Mm-hmm. Then I think it's a fair topic for discussion. And when we're talking about inside linebacker, who are we talking about? Cole Holcomb and he Landon Roberts. Landon Roberts. And yeah. then what? Mark Robinson? Is he ready? Is he is he capable in coverage? I don't know. So the idea that the Steelers would be pursuing a player of this caliber uh, and Bringing him in. I mean, yeah. I'm expecting any minute now we're going to get a shot of him going through the tunnel and all, all the other stuff, you know. You better believe it. Uh, that's all good. Yeah. All yeah. good. Keep working at it. Keep making the team better, st- stronger, and deeper. Even yeah. if he's just a depth guy, I'll take him. And, and you know what? That may be his role, DK. Why not be his role? This is my thing. He, I think it was the second or third year where he had his best statistical year. What I remember about playing him, he's a fast side-to-side guy. I think he covers well enough, DK, and he's a thumper too. He, to me, is, That's the rep. That's yes, the rep. He, mm-hmm. and, and he does well enough in coverage. We, we've been asking all these questions about nickel cornerback. Heck, we have more questions about that almost than, than almost anything else, DK. But I'm looking at this as like you get an opportunity to have a guy that can wipe out part of the field. Why not at least explore that option instead of trying to rely, right, DK, on just these corners or these safeties to make these plays? Because this is what you don't want yourself in the pickle on. You don't want to go out there with small personnel and they run the ball down your throat, okay? Having the ability to have a guy like Juan Alexander that can at least be a field general, right, DK? Like in his first few years in the league, look at the amount of pass deflections that he's had and also even last year in a a sparring role too because he had injuries and whatnot. He has been able to play the game. You get you get a guy that wants to be in Pittsburgh also. And again, you don't want to get caught in what I think is a, a, a transcending NFL to where you guys on defense watch us. Watch the de- we watch our defense just kind of get steamrolled because we don't have those guys or that depth. Again, imagine the the what Hollywood shuffle of trying to find a guy if Elandon Roberts is out of the game. You know what I'm saying? And again, of course, I, I love what Mark Robinson can be. But so what is Mark I. Robinson with, with no experience, DK? We don't know the exposure that a young guy like him will have is something that I don't think you can afford when you're trying to stay above board and put these pieces on offense, offense together. 
and also worth touching on as a, I think a related subject is that JJ Watt uh, went on uh, ESPN this morning and in a far reaching interview, that was mostly fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, he did say he's not going to be playing for the Steelers. He's not going to be playing for anybody. Uh, there was reference to the whole Twitter exchange between him and Mike Tomlin, but he said, listen, I'm not working out right now. I haven't even <laughs> run since the last day of the NFL season. Now, Moan, you play different positions at different, yeah. different, different type of frames. But if you haven't even run, he said, I would never be ready for a National Football League season. And you know what? The thing, the fact that he hasn't worked out, and y'all seen JJ early in his offseason postings, right? He's oh. already working out in the cabin. Like that's he's what he's exploding. doing. Exploding, yeah. He's already <laughs> exploding. Uh, and and this is what I say to a guy like that. Would I love to have a guy like JJ Watt in Pittsburgh? That would be phenomenal. If just for the presence, right, DK? Mm-hmm, just yeah. for the idea that he oh. may be able to line up and get you a play. Are you kidding me? I mean, if, if anybody could walk into the locker room, I hate to say this, but have a now. bigger, bigger defensive presence than TJ Watt, it actually would be JJ. JJ. Doesn't mean he'd be a better player, okay? <laughs> no. But you have to. JJ Watt is larger than life, not in football, in yeah. Americana. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He transcended football during the the the, the, the Houston Hurricane crisis. Okay? Yeah. He, he, did. Be, he became yes, a he, did. he became a big big figure in our country. And it, it's just uh, – it, it's it's different. It's the real different. question is, where would TJ be at and be like, dang it, dude, do I always have to be in your shadow? I just won Defensive Player of the Year, and here you are coming to my locker room. I can imagine that exchange. That'd be great. Brett yeah. Allison, who contributes to the show, says, I'm catching my first live show. Much love to all of you. King Najee is coming. The rest of the league better watch out. Uh, King Najee is going to have some help. From his, uh, what do you want to call them in front of them? The rooks or the queens or whatever rooks. else. Uh, he's going to have plenty of help. Brett also is bringing some energy we don't usually get for Najee. Najee in the public doesn't get that push. It's always Jalen Warren, is it not? As of late, like I think everybody know that Najee's up front. Like he's at the front of the line, but everybody seems to not like look over his shoulder a little bit. So Brett. We appreciate you actually putting them out front right now, man, because it's not that it's disrespect, but it's more just like I think people are waiting to see if if Jalen Warren can explode. And I, I don't know if you understand what you have in a player like Najee. That's all I'm saying. 300th episode. We will uh, we will be back with more of this 300th episode with a, a certain other thing that's related to threes as part of the only segment that's ever mattered. On this show or the first 299. That's Hey Moan, duh. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. Man, we got some good questions lined up here. I'm just peeking at some of the the lists here that we have. The first thing I see, though, is people coming up with it, debating whether or not it should be picket line or picket fence. Now, picket line tends to come with something of a negative connotation. It does. 
yeah, because you're you're involved in strike. It's a work stoppage. People are unhappy, and I understand Pittsburgh's uh, roots and role oh, yeah. in the labor movement and everything. But yeah, picket fence. On the other mm-hmm. hand, sounds like everybody's holding. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're <laughs> clasping arms. You know what? Whatever is gonna be, I just hope that he's more upright than not. DK, that's all I have for this one, man. Is Please get on the same page as early as you possibly can to start protecting Kenny Pickett because that's going to be necessary. DK, I, I, I have a hey moan. It's not even a hey moan. Uh, it's a statement I saw earlier. I actually just started a second ago. Let me mm-hmm. let me go here because we were speaking about J.J. Steele, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, it was from our guy, Robert Bell, and he says this real quick. Come on. J.J. wants the elusive ring. We forget he's never won. He's never. I mean, he was in Houston. What do you expect, DK? I mean, well, well, he didn't exactly pick his winners from from at any point, did he? He did. <laughs> he did, man. I want to bring that up because that that does play a part in trying to pull a guy off the porch, off the couch a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's the ability to pick a team that you know is going to be a contender. Now, if Quan Alexander comes in and he gives you his year two production, right, hundred plus tackles, uh, hundred forty five tackles is what it says. Made a Pro Bowl appearance. Uh, just head on fire, right? Let's say if you get mm-hmm. a lot out of Patrick Peterson, like we're we're forgetting, like there are some guys that sign on this roster that can really make plays for you, right? Allen Robinson mm-hmm. being another one of those guys. And you look at it and you say, man, and me personally, I was looking at that statement a second ago saying J.J. wants the elusive ring. And what is the actual method to getting the ring, though, DK? It's quarterbacking. It's, yeah. It's, it's a defense. It's a stable yeah. running game. And we have questions in all of those departments. Let's be fair about it. We're excited about the talent that's on this team, but there's a lot of questions in that department of what each group is going to be able to do. Offensive line, defensive line, quarterback into his second year, figuring out the wide receivers. Who's going to be the real number one? That, to me, DK, it's the, it's the hidden biggest story of this year to me. Who's going to separate? Because – I don't think Deontay is going to go out without a fight, but George Pickens is just as strong, okay? And J.J. getting off of his couch to come play defense for this team. I hope. I'd love it if we had a second-year growth the way Joe Burrow did in Cincinnati at the quarterback in position and playmaking. And then the other thing, too, is play calls, too. You also get yourself an additional rallying cry, not that you need – not that you need motivation to win a Super Bowl or whatever here, and I'm not making predictions here. Don't right. don't, don't don't snicker at me. But if you know Cam Hayward's never won a ring, okay, uh, that's kind of a big deal, and he's in house. Okay, TJ, the brother, has not won a ring. Um, you know there are already great players, legitimately right. great players. Minka Fitzpatrick, Minka, in this fold, and. You know, Minka's not in the age level of those guys are, but you know, certainly not Cam's. But, you know, you don't know how many chances you're going to get. Uh, he probably had a pretty good idea of how many chances he'd get in Miami, you know, which was exactly zero. I know. So, yeah, there's – there's there's I, I don't know, man. There's a part of me that when I heard that, I thought, okay, yeah, but if you went, if you went all Sylvester Stallone on everybody – <laughs> and the trumpets start blaring, he'd be – he'd – He'd find a way. He would find a way for sure. Uh, I'm not out on JJ. I'll just be honest with you, DK, because to your point, if that call does come in and it does get serious, I can see a scenario in which he could get off his couch. But for a guy that's done as much as he has, he's a bona fide walking gold jacket. I've heard Coach Tomlin say that about JJ Watt. 
Uh, yeah. So it needs to be real appealing for him to come in and help out for sure. You know what else is really appealing, Moon? Uh, so I saw somebody say about a hundred episodes each to each one of the get go cooks. Each, each of the cooks. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. At the get go cafe and market, quality is at the core of every menu item. Our three expert chefs fine tune every detail so that every sub, burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app. And when they say app, what they're talking about are the mac and cheese bites. It's just app in parentheses. It's all about the mac and cheese bites. They are crafted for crave-ability. Order your favorite at the Get-Go Cafe and Market today. Better believe it. John Reap wants to know if... If uh, Alexander Quan, is the yeah. viable option at inside linebacker, Quan Alexander, um, is he? I'll, I'll take that because we kind of discussed that already. But is he someone who would push the uh, one of the other two guys out of the starting positions? Cole, I, I, DK, this is what I said. I think feelings are out the out the uh, out of out of the the realm of possibility now with everybody on this team. Cole Holcomb, Elando Roberts, each one of them to me says this, DK. We're going to put you guys in a very competitive setting. Whoever makes it out as I start is the guys we're going to roll with. And from there, you have the ability to, to maybe ask for a release. Probably won't go your way. But I promise you, you're going to be a part of the show. I think he is available and able to start and play for this team, DK. It's a matter of health. Staying on the field as of late for a guy like Juan Alexander. I love the player. I've played against him numerous times. He can make plays for you. He has the ability to really help this team in a positive light, but keep him on the field is the biggest determining factor for him moving forward. A thumper, a guy that moves well in space also. Yes, I think this may end up being his third or fourth team, but you're nine years in. Oh, Yurik Hunt puts up an awful missed tackle percentage for Quan Alexander. I hadn't seen that one. Um, I'm, I'm – Generally a little skeptical of some of the advanced stats because you don't know exactly where they come from or what the missed tackle percentage is or where it's from Yeah, uh, because it's not an official stat. But I know that Miles Jack missed a lot less than that. <laughs> and Miles Jack is still out there. So unless they're looking for, you know, they have their guys to stop the run. They believe yeah, that. Absolutely. And Holcomb and Roberts. So maybe they're looking for just a different guy, like you said, Moan, someone who is sideline to sideline, someone to play a little bit physically uh, in pass coverage. That might be that might be the reasoning there. That was know? the that was the one thing that we missed when it came down to uh, Devin Bush last year. It was his side to side, him trailing guys in pass coverage. That that's unacceptable. I feel like in this team, especially when you put them in a situation to where you got to go big linebackers against tight ends. He lost those reps more often than not, man. So the missed tackles is one thing. I'm all above board when it comes to that. But no, I, I I'd much rather take a chance on a guy like Juan Alexander than uh than Devin Bush at this point, man. And I think Devin just needed to be out of Pittsburgh, probably. Oh, he he. That was probably mutual. Actually. Yeah, I, I think point, so too. I, I think that was just that was mutual. That that's yeah. how I would look at that here. I, I laughed at that too, DK. What's that? There was a name that uh, <laughs> you got got. We got got on that one. The Yurik guy. His name is. Uh, is you is, know what? I was, yep. Did I get Bart Simpson? <laughs> is did. that what that is? Ah, <laughs> oh, damn! It. And when you I said actually it. thought that as I saw it. <laughs> 
Well, you're uh, going to – he's going to timeout. He's going to timeout, DK. Whenever I see his name come across uh, again, he's going – you know what? We're supposed to laugh at this type of stuff, and I'm okay. The funny thing is, is I usually only use first names. <laughs> so if I had just said the first name, it would have been okay. <laughs> it would have. It Still, Colt says, do they keep Corey Trice or, or uh, James Pierre? Uh, I don't think this is a particularly compelling – question meaning no. in the sense of which what the answer is do you no i think trice is the guy right yeah yeah <laughs> i mean seriously you get something out of him you win and you win big dk that's low value for a guy too with high output man absolutely you know i i, I got some information on Corey trace over the weekend you did yeah and let's just say that there there is a sentiment uh, both within the Steelers and within the Trice fold. That's how I'll describe it, Kate. Okay. The Trice camp. That it is beyond belief that he fell the way he did to the seventh round. Uh, he does not come with flaws. He had an E issue at Purdue, but otherwise you're talking about someone who has rare air to yeah. use a Mike Tomlinism when it comes to size. 6'3"? Biggest corner they've drafted since Mel Blunt. Yeah. And he can move. You saw he, him move. I can ask you this on this move. broadcast. Mm-hmm. Moves well. Is he a product of Purdue then? You see what I'm saying? Like, he's not an offensive lineman. He's not a quarterback. He's not a tight end. Do they get recognition for players no, outside of that Purdue. realm? No. They're Purdue, right? Yeah. yeah. Gosh, what if this was a scouting mistake by the 31 other teams, DK? And you actually capitalize on a guy like this. Well, I will say this. I always feel obligated to say this. When you see the Steelers land someone in the late round, remember that one of the 32 teams that passed on that player was the Steelers. True, too. Okay? So don't don't ever give too much credit in that scenario. Because they're going to get it. For Darnell Washington, they're going to get praised into infinity. Okay? But they also passed on him. And then when they had another chance to take him at 80, they still traded down another 13 spots. That's 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 fair. And I'm with you, too. But you, uh, you remember the conversation we had with uh, Kev? I'm, not, I, I'm pretty sure we can talk about this. Uh, who sure. I'll see this weekend in Nashville, by the way. Oh, yeah. um, Kevin Cole, yeah. Or link up this weekend, man. Um, but th- remember we talked about Brady and how teams missed on Brady, right? That's the biggest yes. conversation. Yes. And and they said they had they changed their, their their scouting, how they looked at most things. They said they looked at the film. What do you find that Trice's film is better than what everybody thought? Like you know he's from Purdue. You you know it's not a real highlight on guys from secondary at the university or Purdue University. And they looked at the film and you hit on the guy like this, DK. That is the ultimate dream right there. That's uh, they they definitely love that kind of stuff. Irv is thinking something that I thought too about that bribe with JJ. I actually crossed my mind. He says, yeah. "Hey Moon, will that ring bribe work on you?" If you've joined us late, we're referring to the idea that JJ Watt could be coaxed out of his retirement by chasing a Super Bowl that he has yet to win. Could it work on me as a coach? It would. <laughs> I'm 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 two three years removed from where JJ is right now. If they wanted to take me along for the ride, like they did, like New Orleans did with Deuce Staley, you remember that Deuce McAllister, McAllister. Yeah, 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 yeah. You remember he got carried with a ring, man. They put me on staff and let me watch film with some guys. Yeah, I get off the couch for that one. DK plus the playoff checks, I'll take that too. Playoff checks are, are, <laughs> are they're healthy. Yeah. They're also equal. 
they are equal. That's the only time a rookie can be paid the same as a vet. Isn't that something? That is something. I saw that uh, from Jim Hicks, and I actually liked it. But it's we can we can enjoy both, right? JJ oh, was yeah. great. Aaron Donald is the goat. Like, yeah, it's different positions. It's a different to see. AD, the, the reason what, what made it, it makes AD makes, such a, yeah. a such an anomaly is that even at Pitt, he 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 didn't make any sense. Nobody understood what he was doing to no, begin defending didn't. him. Uh, I remember covering a pit game up in Chestnut Hill, Massachusetts. They were playing Boston College. Moan, he ate them alive. Yeah. And at no point in the game did BC ever even adjust. They had yeah. no concept what to do with this player because this just wasn't something that they were conditioned for. Do we put three people on him? What are we doing here? I have no idea. So so he's gonna, I mean, he's obviously very first ballot, gold jacket, all that other stuff, right? Yep. But what's gonna make AD special is this people are gonna speak of him in the same vein. This is the second time we're gonna mention him now Go ahead. in this segment. Mel Blunt. Yeah. When you come along and you just blow up a concept. You are so revolutionary, whether it's yes. with your skill set or your approach or your Troy Polamalu, and you just do stuff where everybody just goes, what? He's jumping the line of scrimmage? What the heck is this? Yeah. Is this even legal? Well, what's, what's, you're 100% correct, man. And, and it's like guys get – Matt Filer, right, former Steeler guard, got mm-hmm. paid off of him blocking Aaron Donald because he did well enough. And that was a headache in itself, DK. Like, I remember distinctly, I was out, I think, for a concussion at the time. And here he was having to block AD, but had a really good game. I think we ended up winning the game. And that was uh, the the last Pittsburgh saw of Matt Fowler. He signed with the Chargers right after that, that next year, man. So, again, ain't much you can do about a guy like that other than just hold on for the ride with a guy like Aaron Donald. See, Antoine comes back at my at my point about about Trice not wanting to get. I don't want to give the Steelers excessive credit for that. He's Ant, Antoine says maybe the Steelers just knew that Trice could still be there and took other players they needed. See, Moan came back at me on this subject last week and said maybe they just had somebody else in mind, right, for the one pick that they had in that mid range. Okay, that's fine, but don't. There's no way you know what the other teams are are picking. You know, right. they if they just got lucky. They got lucky. You know, again, let's see him play too before we, you know. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm true. Throwing, too. I'm throwing I'm throwing Mel Blunt on him and everything. Well, I was just gonna say, let's not fall in love with the size <laughs> like that, DK. He still better go prove himself. He I better like go prove one. himself. Tyler Longhurst says, Hey Moan. <laughs> if he was a member, he could put up the hey moan emoji too here. Come Any on, chance Tyler. that Mason Cole is the long-term answer at center, or is he just the bridge until the long-term answer is drafted? Mason Cole is how old? Still in his 20s, DK, if I'm not mistaken? He is, yes. Still in his 20s, man. Uh, I, what I say to, to that question is this. He's 27 years old. He's just now starting to tap into his prime. Should be anyway. I think he is the long-term answer. One, because he played well. To me, I think he has the voice for that offensive line room. To me, I think he has the tenacity to play that. He plays it dirty. He plays it filthy. I don't want to call it dirty. He plays it with an edge. And I think with that being the case, yes, he's your long-term option. It's so hard, y'all, to find centers in this league that if you got one, you hold on to him. It wouldn't shock me if Mason Cole ended up getting an extension 
within the next year or two, just simply because I think he can be a steady force in that room. Yeah, I think this is something of a Pittsburgh thing where we, we can't even fathom having centers here who aren't, you know, drafted in the drafted. first round. Boom, yeah. And then everyone has to be Mike Webster, Dermonte Dawson, or Marquise Pouncey. Right. Um, and and it, it's just not the case. Uh, Mason Cole case. came along and he took that position and he took it like this from day one, by the way. Remember, we weren't even sure who was going to be the center, if it was him or James Daniels and everything. From the first OTA session, he did this. I believe, and I've told Mason Cole this myself, I believe he should have been a Pro Bowl selection this past year. That's how solid he was. Yes, he was. And this is the thing. It wasn't handed to him. You got to think. There was a guy in Kendrick Green that started most of that year before him. No, he no. had an equal shot at that. He, he 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 definitely had a shot. He was yes, handed he a shot. <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah. One one way of putting. I it saw here. somebody ask the question earlier again. I just want to address it real quick. Seeing him mm-hmm. go to fullback, I highly doubt that one. Kendrick Green, though. No. Kendrick Green going to fullback. I don't even know where's that coming from. I think somebody said our guy Vince put that out on social media a little oh, bit. Vinny like did that. Vinny, Vinny trying did to that. Yeah. yeah, trying to extend his career, and I think Vinny's right to actually propose that. But there's not many offensive linemen I've seen go to a fullback position when you have a guy like Connor Haywood on your roster already anyway. Yeah, Slim wants to know who Mason Cole's backup is on the depth chart. And they have another center. I Herbic. just can't remember. Herbic. Huh? Nate oh, Herbic. Herbic. Yeah, yeah Herbic. Herbic that's that's yeah. who the backup is. You see we're naming anybody, everybody but Mason. I mean, but uh, Kendrick Green. Think he about still, that. But he's still there, Moan. He is, and you have depth, which is if, if depth and competition. If you're going to get better, it's going to be better in-house for us. That's right. Hartwig was also another guy, too, that was free agent. Got a ring, too. He did. He did. Uh, Doug Doug Coley comes in and says, Ooh. hey, Moan, actually, I'm not using last names anymore today. I got schooled. <laughs> and I got to sit here and think about what kind of entendre there is for every last name. Hey, Moan, I've got a burning question. What happened when LeGarrette Blunt walked off the field, and how did the team feel? What happened was that was the Thursday night game here in Nashville, Tennessee, where I am against the Titans. Nashville, that's you remember that. What happened was the legend of Le'Veon Bell was born. That's what happened. Le'Veon went off. I think we had like 245 yards on the ground rushing, and Le'Veon was near 300 yards all purpose. Some crazy stat. I don't remember what it was because we were just so hyped, and then of course confused about what happened after the game. What happened was. He just didn't want to get on board. Le'Veon was numero uno. There was no other way around it. The way the team was, it was like, yeah, right. We saw him get on the bus, board the plane, and he was just no longer part of the team. That was that, that was there was just chaos going on. Chaos. I, I remember, yeah, I remember that room now. That's why I said that I remember it being on the road, but a lot of the road locker mm-hmm. rooms, you know how that is. You, yeah. They all look the same. And I remember, you know, what's our job? is to find Report. out what Doug was just right. asking. We're trying to find out what's going on here. You guys, of course, didn't know a damn thing. No. <laughs> like, I, you're, you're, you're locked in we, on the we, game. We heard uh, it, but we didn't understand, like, a guy can quit in the NFL during a, day, during a game? Like, it didn't register except for everybody trying to field information, and that's solely what it was for us. You got to think, we just had a huge win. On the road in a primetime game, like none of that, like everybody, at least in our room, is like, man, everybody ate. We're good. No one wants to hear it. No one wants to hear your individual complaint when you just had a big win. And oh, by the way, it was done on the ground. Yeah. 
Okay, no one cares about your individual status. Oh, and you know who cared the least that night? Who cared less than anybody else? The coach. The coach. Yeah, the coach. <laughs> because what does the coach do when he sees a running back going well? You give the ball to him. He feeds. He the, feeds relentlessly. We figured out what the workload of Le'Veon Bell in, in that moment was, and he was happy to oblige too. He does not. Uh, how, how, we, we talk about pitchers like this. We talk about pitchers for the Pirates. What are you saving them for, the Yankees? <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you can no. not worry about their arm. <laughs> By the time they become free agents, the Yankees are going to sign them anyway, right? Yeah, they Might are. Might as well let them throw. Yeah. You know, what, are you, what are you saving them for? I couldn't understand that, though. We were all confused and trying to field all the information we could. Man, here, here's this is, this is Eric uh, – asking a question that I'd love the answer to myself here. And I don't think you've discussed this yet, but that's can Connor Hayward block sufficiently as a fullback. I love him, but his run blocking is, is a bit suspect. I don't know, Eric, what kind of evidence you have about his run blocking. Cause I don't know that we saw him in that setting. My thing is what I saw from him, his ability to be a lead guy hitting the edge is what I saw him do. Whether that be getting a guy's shoulder and turning them and hitting the outside edge, me saying Connor Hayward, Connor, yeah, Connor Hayward is gonna be the fullback type. It means just that he can be the guy to lead up front. Not meaning he gotta go out there and and just Rosie Roosevelt nick somebody, right? Rosie's a different mm-hmm. type of fullback. I see uh I see a guy like Connor being a guy that can be a hopefully a use check, Kyle use check from the 49ers. That's okay. what I envision. Not necessarily the downhill runs. Because hitting now hitting you the get hitting the edge with okay. speed. You with see what speed. I'm saying? That's yeah. one thing we've lacked when you look at getting Najee in the space, right? Yeah. It's that front side seal block right there is what I'm saying. And the other portion of it is DK. Najee doesn't hit those at all. You, okay, that's that's not me picking on yeah, Najee. Okay? Go ahead. Those, those plays don't succeed. Okay, yeah. we don't see Najee going around the edge. But, and I don't. But, uh, we can all blame, and maybe we're right to blame the offensive line, blame the tight ends, or whatever. But it doesn't happen one way so, or another. It doesn't happen. So you just said two things. That hopefully they grow up quick. A good left tackle that you just drafted, and a blocking tight end that loves blocking, Darnell Washington. You see what I'm saying? Maybe it, I, I really do. I just really do. maybe it was a personnel thing. On that note, John Neff says, "Hey, Moan, do you see a lot of tight end, two tight end sets this year?" It'd be foolish not to. Crazy. It would be foolish not to, John, just simply because they're capable. And the the beautiful part about that is the guys can be multifaceted, meaning Pat can block and catch. Donnell Washington loves blocking. You put him out in a route, DK, I don't care if it's a five-yard go-get-it route. Give it to him. Let him work in space. He has the ability. He just embraces what his actual role is, and that's being on the edge of the offensive line. Yes, it's foolish if we don't see that. Yeah, that that's what – you need to see this offense in general become more versatile. Uh, my feeling on this offense is um, I don't believe there's a home run hitter here. I'd love to be proven wrong. Me too. Okay? Uh, stick that in my face if it comes up, and I'll happily accept it. Uh, You're but, meaning like a running back hitting the edge going yard? No, I meant anywhere on the offense. Oh, okay? I don't see, like, when I think of home run hitter, I'm thinking of A.B. in New Orleans. Five-yard crossing route up okay, the when you guys When you guys were facing the Saints down there and A.B. just said, I'm just going to beat them by myself. Ben, give me the ball. Okay? 
Okay. And you guys, you guys held the line. Ben held, 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 held. There's 84. Boom. And the Saints had no answers for it. That's a home run hitter. That's somebody that can't be stopped. I don't believe that the current Steelers offense has someone like that. As such, they're going to have to be able to do a little bit of everything. I'm on the other side of that one, DK. I okay. like your stance, and it's fair. And you know why? Because you're a Big J journalist. You know that, man? <laughs> you you only speak about what you've seen, and you hadn't seen that, DK. I'm of the belief it's there. I see George being okay. a guy. I do see that. A home run hitter. I see I see uh, Pat being able to have the ability with schemed up. That's also. And the other guy that I'm hoping, Calvin. Calvin Austin. Read it. Read what Dean has here. <laughs> hey, Moan, tell DK that Calvin Austin will Dean. be our home run hitter. <laughs> I'm throwing George in there, too. And I'm hopefully uh, – I'm hoping Deontay catches it together this year, too. It's necessary for him. Hey, all he needs is one touchdown to increase his total from last year. <laughs> Not my guy. That's my guy. Prime numbers, baby. Prime numbers. numbers don't lie. Numbers Listen, don't I lie. Listen, I'm not in a position to argue with someone who was blocking for AB and Ben yeah. that day uh, in New Orleans, but I will never forget it. Oh. I, I will never forget seeing that offense do that to the Saints. That New Orleans defense, by the way, was and that crowd good, and that noise that's in there. If you've never been to the Superdome, uh, the press box, by the way, is right up by the roof. Wow, which is where all of the Bleeping sound collects. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're of the mindset that you don't, you're not gonna say they don't have it. You just hadn't seen it. I'm, I'm saying that I'd be happy to be wrong. Okay, that's okay. what I've got here. That's fair. Uh, I, 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 I don't believe that it's, it's sitting there in default right now. I, I don't, I, I don't think you can say that after seeing this team's scoring output over the past year. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Let's see somebody. And again, this is, but even that to an extent would make my point though, Moan, because the way it's going to happen, the way you free up a Calvin Austin is by beating the snot out of the team physically and softening them up for Calvin Austin so that he catches it and they go, Oh, seriously, we got to, we got to chase this dude now. After after taking on Darnell That's Washington fair. on the line, we got to chase this dude now. Give me That's a fair. break. Uh, that that Saints game, by the way, was 2018. It was last year we had everything going. Uh, but but DK, this is also the case too. I think it's a bigger conversation than what you're saying, right? Like the offense is young, the quarterback is young. It still hadn't developed. Sure, they can I, do it. I can't. Yeah. Boy, I can't wait to prove DK wrong. Who's with do me it. on proving DK wrong? Fist is on this. He's just scoring is going to go way up this year. You heard it here first, but again, scoring being way up isn't the bar. That's like saying Deontay's going to have 10 times more touchdowns because even that, that math doesn't work because 10 times zero is still zero. Okay. All right. I, I can't wait till we go through this season. DK. No, this, this is going to be crazy here. Here. Casey's already taken your side here. Yep, I, am. I am. Yep. I see another one right there too. Irving. Yep. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yep. Absolutely. Hey, Moan, says Sticky, with the upgrades on the O-line and all these playmakers, what's a realistic points per game that we can expect? In today's NFL, mm-hmm. let me tell you what, what my goal would be. What's a mm-hmm. realistic one? My goal? Or were we last year? If I'm not mistaken, DK, we were... Uh, uh, 7.2. I don't know. It was really low. Point, oh, okay. 18.1. 
18.1 points a game. That was 26 out of 32 teams last year. Realistically, with growth this year, I love to see this team score 24 points a game. That's a jump. I mean, it's a, that's a whole nother touchdown. Is you it where we were last year? That's attainable. Yeah. It really is. Because if not, I, a lot of stuff changes after this year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, see, all these people who are now crowing here, oh, DK's wrong, wrong, wrong. I love to prove <laughs> DK wrong, says Will McDuffie here. And then you want, want, want to watch me change the mood here? Ready? Watch this. Go, go ahead. Oh, look there at that. As soon there. as you mention the name Matt Kennedy, everybody's like, oh, wait. He might be there he is. <laughs> there he is. If Canada sucks, he's gone. If Canada's good, he's gone to another team. Either way, he's gone. Corey. Who, again, Mr. Rooney gave us the answers to the test earlier this offseason. Canada seems to be back. One, because you were one game above 500. I think that played a part in it. Secondary, most important part of it is the growth of Kenny Pickett, period. Keep it the same so that he can grow up and learn. Maddie Mack wants to know, hey, Moan, at what point does Matt Canada get fired? Are we going to be satisfied with 18 points per game again? No, you're just going to be satisfied with us replaying this episode in a few months when I tell you this. And it's easy to remember. It's a 300 look, point. Uh, look, I'm not being that guy. That I, I do believe that the offense is going to be significantly improved because we did see the running attack. Okay? I do believe that Kenny Pickett's going to be a better quarterback than he was as a rookie. Uh, I, I, Deontay, I, I can't get behind. And the coordinator, I can't get behind. So let's just see it. Let's see it in motion. What what does it look like? You know, you you also have Allen Robinson. You also Can't have you, you you know when Calvin gets back healthy. Like, and I know we're talking about secondary and third guys, but like there there is the ability to really stretch out. Okay, let me ask you this, just hypothetically: if Ben had this group, what type of team is it? Like like let's reference that because I feel like Ben could push through this one. And I think it's fair to kind of pull back and just envision it for hypotheticals. Which Ben? Let's go 2018. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about a Hall of Fame quarterback. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Ben in 2018 was still capable of magic. Yeah. And I, I, I guess it's just that my reality that I'm looking at more than just the guy and Kenny Pickett himself. Like, I don't even want to wrestle in my mind about, like, yeah, he's still got to grow up. I'm expecting him to grow up a little bit this year, which is why I kind of lean on the fact that he may be able to pull this out better than what we're thinking as far as scoring. If he can get to the point, Kenny Pickett is who I'm speaking of. I was just saying, screw this. Watch me. Like, that's the portion that Ben did well, and they're not the same guy whatsoever. But you got to be able to have that type of mindset when you're trying to go be aggressive and win games without turning the ball over so much. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure here. Tyler comes in uh, congratulating us on 300. Thanks for helping pass the long offseason by giving us great content day by day. Guys, if you want to contribute to this cause, you can do that by becoming a member. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that It makes a difference uh, for us. Uh, it makes a difference for you because you get all the, the the fun emojis and everything, and we've got more of those to come, by the way. And it also uh, it opens you up to some perks that we offer, including uh, a big discount on DKPittsburghSports.com, uh, our website, our news website. Um, 
So yeah, we're, we're, we're grateful for it. We're, we're, we're grateful for everybody who comes here and uh, participates in this thing. You know, like Moan said, we don't advertise. No, we, we don't. It's all you. <laughs> uh, and, and DK, real quick, and I, I think this is fair to point out, too. I think what lends itself to me believing this team can get above that threshold of points is who they also played this year. You don't have the first uh, first place opponents this year, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are it's we finishing a, it's in the It's a middle of the pack strength of schedule. It's, yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. And I, I believe in that growth, especially playing the AFC South. Uh, still questions about Cleveland and Baltimore, right? Green yeah. Bay situation. I feel more stable than they are. Like there's some room for a lot of growth if given the comp. If somebody's competent enough to call it, we'll just leave it at that without naming names. No, but that's th- that's really it. And and all you can hope for in that setting is that is that unlike the previous situation that the head coach has in place for himself uh, a parachute to pull. Okay, he can't get stuck in the middle of a season and say, I can't get rid of this guy. He's the only one that can sit up there with a headset on and call the plays. You know, well, you just, you can't have that. Our hopes and dreams are are on his back as, uh, as we prepare for this 23 season DK. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. They, they, uh, for better or worse. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? 100%. Yeah. Anyway, guys, listen, that's all the time we have for today and everything else here. Really appreciate everybody uh, participating. Uh, Please remember to like and to subscribe to the show. And then after you do that, to become a member. If you don't see immediately the the join button and everything, there's the link right there. YouTube.com at DK Pittsburgh Sports Steelers slash join. It's a mouthful, but it's worth it. It is worth it. It Uh, really is. (laughs) 300th episode. You see that in the uh, top right of the uh, board over there, man. Thank y'all for the new members. Old members are steady eddies, man. Let's grow this thing. Uh, Anytime you type in Steelers on any platform, we should be the first ones to pop up, DK. How about that? Yeah, I'm all right with that. You cool with that? Thank y'all, man. I'm, I'm gracious. This is awesome. All right, guys. We'll do it again tomorrow. We will. See you, DK. Bye-bye. It's officially, Is that how much you get paid to do this? Nope. It's officially <laughs> what we're betting if this offense is way better. Oh. I just made a bet for everybody. You said you want to be wrong. Well, be wrong and pay up to us, DK. Wow. You accept? I, I actually, I am generally speaking not in favor of sports wagering, but I'll take this one on. I will. And whenever the Steelers light up, who are they opening with? Uh, oh, only the 49ers defense. We, we'll talk about at it home. After. At, at home. home, at home, with Broderick Jones blocking Nick Bosa. I'm oh in. man! All I'm right, in. dollar bet. We got You're it. You're on. You're on. <laughs> Let's do it again tomorrow. No doubt. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. 